coming up, we discuss what it's like being a cast member at Walt Disney World. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode number 680 for the week of February 18th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Diz Unplugged, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Sean Thompson, who can't seem to hold his microphone together, uh, Craig Williams. <laughs> What? He just made some weird eye contact with the camera. Okay. A little creepy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I got everything good. All right, Kathy Worling, <laughs> Corey Martin, and of course our producer back in the production nook, Dustin West. And uh, uh, in this segment, we are going to talk about what it's like to be a cast member. At Walt Disney World, not that I know from personal experience because I have not been, but uh, and nor, nor, Kathy, you have never worked for no. Disney, but of course your daughter does, and my son does, and your son does. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, with that the exception of that, um, everybody else here in the room uh, has worked for Disney. And if John were here, John worked for Disney uh, when we first moved down here. He was in IT. I don't think Kevin ever did. Did he? I don't think so. I don't think I so. I think there was one point where he interviewed, but he didn't want to shave his facial hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I remember him saying that. Hmm. remember him saying that. So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, probably uh, the most important aspect of Walt Disney World is are the cast members. And uh, they can make or break a vacation uh, in, a lot of, in a lot of ways. And I, I don't know that they are ever really given that due. Um, I think a lot of people tend to... This may be an, a, a very broad generalization, but I think a lot of people just kind of expect them to be there. They're kind of taken for granted. They're not really considered for what they do. And, you know, for as much as I at times may complain about a cast member that was rude or didn't do their job, um, I like to think that I go out of my way. I know in the parks, I certainly go out of my way when a cast member is exceptional to find their manager, find some way to go to guest services, fill out a comment card. Um, I do that all the time and recognize them for the work that they do. It is not easy work. Um, In many cases, you are uh, on your feet uh, for eight hours or for a good portion of eight hours. You are dealing with extreme heat, especially about six months out of the year. And sometimes you're dealing with extremely rude people um, that think that just beating up on you is what they get to do now because they're spending this money going to Disney World. And uh, so thinking about that and thinking about what it's like uh, being a Disney cast member, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, well, I, And I think that probably the best place to start is, you know, what it's like uh, getting in the door, um, getting started at Disney World, the hiring process. Traditions training, which is something that you know always is a a sore a sore spot for me because they've cut back on it so much. But maybe kind of explaining what that is and 
uh, what that process is. So, Sean, I'm going to start with you. Um, well, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I don't have too much experience <clears throat> with uh, getting your foot in the door because I <clears throat> was hired for the college program. So it's a very uh, different process. But that's also yeah. getting your foot in the door. Yeah, a lot of people, of I think uh, all of you, uh, yeah. started that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had the experience of uh, coming in um, part-time that hiring process because like I said one of the great ways to get your foot in the door and and build a career is to do the college program Mm -hmm. like many of us have done Um, the other way the way that I I did when I moved down to Florida um, they were having their summer um, their big summer hiring uh, thing they do every year Mm -hmm. around uh, April and May for the summer they'll hire a lot of people and that is kind of based on the fact that you know after the summer Ends, you're kind of going to go away, or you're going to be, you know, just a, a seasonal cast member. Um, but I was able to uh, call them up and go over to the casting building, which is over at um, right down, across from downtown downtown Disney. Disney yeah, and so it was a it was a interview. I had to go in for an interview, and then I had to go in um, for a, a second interview, and they told me that I got the job at that point, um, which was kind of scary because I had just graduated college. I had already found an apartment down here. I did not know if I was going to have a job or not. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a little scary. Well, I remember um, when John and I uh, ultimately moved down here in 1998. It started on vacation. We had been down here in January of 98 on vacation. And uh, the first day we were here, uh, well, before we came down, John said he was going to bring his resume, and I just kind of like, okay, whatever. Um, the first day we're here, we're driving to downtown Disney. We're staying at the boardwalk, driving to downtown Disney, big sign out in front of casting saying job fair. And he's like, we got to stop. And this was right before they were getting ready to open Animal Kingdom. They opened Animal Kingdom in April of that year. And I said, they're not looking for you. They're looking for people to, you know, handle the elephant crap. Not, you know. <laughs> Because at that point, John, you know, John had his degree. John was a professional in his field. John's uh, by training. John is a chemist, um, but uh, he went to work for a company uh, doing chemistry, and they had like a terrible computer network system. So he taught himself networking and became a brilliant network engineer uh, at this company. And he was like the guy. So he like ended up not doing chemistry, or he would do, do some of that, but a lot of his work was around. Uh, setting up and, and managing the company's network. So when he went into the job fair, and I had a job already working working at UPS, and I wasn't particularly interested in moving at that point, but went into the job fair, and uh, they had a big booth there for IT professionals. And because uh, at this point, um, they were they were not outsourcing that anymore. They were hiring directly. I think now they outsource a lot of that work. Yeah. Um, and I'm watching John talk to the recruiter at the IT kiosk, and I'm watching this woman's body language, and I'm like, okay, we're moving. <laughs> we're moving. And sure enough, uh, we, were, we were in Disney World for 10 days, and we had to go out to like the outlets and get John a suit to go on interviews because they set him up right away. He had a couple of in-person interviews while we were here. When we got back to New Jersey, well, before we even left, after those couple of in-person interviews, they'd already sent an employment packet over to the hotel like the day before we left and then when we got home he had a couple more um, phone interviews and then had to do like he had to call this company to do a personality evaluation I guess to make <laughs> sure he wasn't crazy um, how he passed that I have no I'm <laughs> kidding um, and uh, yeah within two weeks of getting home he had the job 
and uh, that was mid February uh, of two of uh, 1998. And uh, the following month, uh, Disney paid to move everything, including our car. Oh wow! They sent a team in to pack all our stuff, load up. We didn't have to do anything in this move. They had a temporary apartment set up for us here while we looked for a place to live. Um, John came down first. I stayed behind to sell our townhouse. And uh, so John was down here the beginning of March. I was down a month later, April 1st. April 1st, 1998 is when I moved down. And uh, Disney handled everything. So that was, you know, that was a very cool experience to watch that. Yeah. And I think they, I think they would do that for uh, that level of employee, you know. Um, not a lifeguard. They're yeah. not going <laughs> to come, no. come move you. <laughs> well, I think, you know, what was what, you know, one of our concerns was, you know, because as he's going through the interview process, we don't know yet what the job is paying. And John, you know, was making a certain amount where we were, but we're in New Jersey and cost of living is higher and salaries tended to be higher. So we were expecting that, you know, what he was going to get offered from Disney was going to be at least somewhat lower than what he was already making. And it turned out they were offering more. Oh. So that was a big, you know, yay, yay for us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, but that's from, that's, that's from the pro- professional yeah. You know, coming in as a you know as an established professional in your career right. and looking to transfer over to Disney, but I think more more common is the story of uh, people like Corey's sister, um, mm-hmm. who uh, you know started out college program mm-hmm. and has worked her way up in the company and is has built and is continuing to build an amazing career that she wouldn't leave Disney for all the money in the world. It's funny you say that because Julie and I we were talking the other day about it. We were, we can't picture Anna not working at Disney. Mm-hmm. She's just, you know, she's like the model cast member. That's she is. She's about my kids. The perfect, I see them there yeah. forever. There's just certain people, I think, you picture them working at Disney yeah. forever. Now, Katie, she did the college program twice, and we came down here on vacation. And she went over to casting, and they did an interview, and they held the job until we could move down in December. So wow. she had a job waiting for it yeah we hadn't even completely moved in yet and she had started at disney now sean you had a role in merchandising yes working in the so uh we talked a little bit about the process of doing applying for and participating in the college program with our uh, college program show with jess um but yeah so basically when you apply for the college program you get to choose like your top three desired roles um so i did um attractions as my number one then I think I put in, I forget the other two, but I ended up getting merchandise. I really wanted to work on the Jungle Cruise. Unfortunately, I kind of, uh, <laughs> sorry. In my interview, I had talked about kind of my experience working retail through college. And so that kind of secured me in a spot um, on Main Street working merchandise. So that's what kind of did that. I would have preferred to be attractions, but I mean, it all worked out. Now, obviously, as a cast member, you went through traditions training. I think mm-hmm. you all had to. Um, and that's pretty standard, yeah. Now, when John did it, it was three days. It was three days oh. of indoctrination into the culture, how the operation works, what's expected of you, what's okay, what's not okay. Me too. And that's what you went through. Absolutely. Now, for you guys, um, I'm imagining it was it was after that when they had right. scaled oh, yeah. that back. So I only did one day with a lunch break, and it was an eight-hour day. 
But um, oh wow, it was mostly you know watching. I mean, we had to do the the basic you know watch like the sexual harassment videos and stuff like that. But they also do uh, uh, Disney related stuff, Disney um, uh, history uh, of the company and stuff like that. It's not as detailed as what you guys went. So through. y'all didn't do anything in the parks because there was a there was a day we had to. That's just- not traditions though. So it depending on where you go. So Traditions is just the one at Disney University that you have to sit through and watch the movies. Then since I was going to Magic Kingdom, I had Once Upon a Time is Now, which is a course that's in Magic Kingdom where you walk around. You no, do but even the, as a lifeguard, yeah. we I was at the Magic Kingdom too doing that. They, yeah. they divided they us up. They took you to every part. Yeah. During, no, during well, no, Traditions, it, it you chose, just do the Utilidors. You come in the back no. and then yeah. you go up onto Main Street. I think they, well, they have changed. It. They have changed the process. And this was one of my big complaints because, you know, uh, those of us... Going, you know, who were at Disney, visiting Disney through the '90s in particular, I think, and into the into 2000 and beyond, um, we saw the change in 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 how cast members behaved, and I, in my opinion, that came a lot from the fact that traditions training was dramatically scaled back. And I think, I do believe that that is due to the college program, um, because throughout the year you have waves and waves of people new cast members coming in and uh it would be impossible to have those groups in uh go for three days well the college program was going on then too when john got hired so i mean obviously they were able to do it but it's it's even bigger now so i see they could they could have more disney uh university staff doing doing that but that would cost them more money so i think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing that being scaled back uh, in my opinion, right. I, I just want to add my two cents worth too. That seeing how working for Disney has allowed Katie to blossom as a person. You know, I said maybe they've. You know, I said Katie had the longer training, but Katie and she's going to kill me for this. Um, she was my child that you would have picked to be the least likely to go out and do something like this and when we were coming down for vacations she had a great character interaction (laughs) had a great character interaction with a cast member um at caribbean beach and she goes mom i want to be a cast member someday how old was she maybe right out of high school okay shortly thereafter and and i'm there like yeah sure katie you know i didn't say no i don't want you to do that but to see how disney you know, you know how they the cast members how they're supposed to act and walk and talk and and Katie is the quintessential cast member. I mean, and you Katie see does her, it. Yeah, she absolutely does it, and she helps us out a lot when we're doing you know events, whether it's at uh, you know the podcast cruises or a lot of the other events we do. Uh, Katie's always there to help us out, and she just has that 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 quintessential Disney cast member. But she didn't used to be like that. I mean, not that my, not that Katie was bad. It's just like how <laughs> Disney, you know, instilled it in her. And Katie knew that, you know, like guests were coming to Disney and you wanted them to have a good experience. And, and Katie took that all to heart. You know, and the, the joke you hear of people that they you see cast members, you know who they are because they stop and they pick the piece of paper up off the sidewalk. Katie's not quite that neat at home. But Ooh, let's talk put, about her room. Put her in a yeah. No, let's not go there. Let's have pictures. She's in Chad, by the way. I know. I know. I know. I'm just making her she, feel more uncomfortable. But um, you know, it was just amazing. Is she in Chad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, hey, telling, she's telling her to stop. Yes. <laughs> exclamation. That's why point, she's listening. Point. She wants to make sure I don't say anything bad. 
Well, I mean, but I think that's a very interesting point you raise is the impact, especially coming in maybe off the college program or as a young adult, um, the impact that that has on on people uh, in terms of their development and growing up and, and becoming adults and the obviously the impact on their career, but also the impact on their personality. I think that could be overlooked uh, in most conversations about this. Um, and I certainly know that, you know, you guys, ha- you know, definitely have that you know, having all worked at Disney or, in, in Craig's case, also at Universal, um, you kind of have that that energy and you have that that Disney cast member. And, and not Corey as much. No. Um, no, you, I was you, a you, <laughs> Corey just walked around looking hot in his Speedos. Um, oh, yeah, Speedos. That's for sure. That's yeah. the Disney look. Yeah. <laughs> well, he would take – never mind. Um, but – so, yeah, well, talk about that. Talk about, you know, because that's a, a – that's a, a a role that I think most uh, most people would not get a chance to experience. Yeah, it, it was definitely fun. I the college program was my step into the door. Uh, summer of '97, May through August, and then I came back summer of '98 and just called up the managers and said, "Look, I want to come back." And I guess I was still in the books. All I had to do was get recertified, uh, the swim test, do all that stuff over again. And I was back on the schedule as just a part time cast member. And then when I left uh, college in 2000. When I finished college in 2000, I called the managers up and said, look, I want, I'm moving to Florida. Can, is there a spot for me there? They said, absolutely, but you're going to have to go to casting to, to go through that whole process again. Right. So I did end up going to casting in 2000, but I told them there, I said, I'm all, I've already been approved to go back to Blizzard Beach as a lifeguard. Just let's do all this, you know, the formalities to get me back in the door. And then I was there for, for a year. And Craig, you were, uh, you were over in Epcot, weren't you? Yeah, I was at Test Track. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And his oh, name is etched in there forever. It, uh, it was etched in there forever. Um, yeah, I mean, I like we've all been saying, started off at the college program. I got placed in Epcot at Test Track <laughs> and Attractions. Um, my stay at Disney was shorter than everyone else's. Um, for more information on that, watch the college program one. I don't want to bring go. it up anymore. Uh, <laughs> but... You know, my, I guess the approach I'm taking on it, I I wanted to come work for Disney and be an engineer at one point in time. You know, I wanted to be an Imagineer through engineering, and then that never happened. And I ended up going and doing video work in college and then came down here. I wanted to be a photo pass p- photographer more than anything, and apparently someone that works around cameras and video cameras through their college career isn't able to be a photo pass photographer you have to have zero experience so you know but with me then working at disney one thing i i figured out really quickly was i didn't i loved going to disney growing up but i didn't really buy into like the juice that they were handing out during traditions like i love the history of disney i'm Look at me when I'm out of Disneyland. I'm bouncing around, and you know I'm I'm in a better mood than I am any other time. Uh, even at Disney World, most of the time too, I'm in a really good mood. But I just I didn't fit in there really. Um, but then I was so able you to, so you went to work at, at Universal, I where did. miserable is part of the experience. No, okay. I mean Universal was fun too, but it's just being in a park and trying to make that my career. I was never. I was never a career theme park person. Um, 
And now I, you know you wanted to do this. You wanted yeah, to do I wanted to do work. this, and you know I love this. This is perfect. I get to go have fun in the parks. So that's that's definitely a big thing about Disney cast members, theme park cast members, is whether or not you're a career or if you're a just a normal tribute that gets killed off. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, what was the day to day like for you? The the day to day is um, depending depending on if you're a, a full time cast member, if you're a part time cast member, or if you're a college program, uh, your day to day is going to be a little bit different. Um, I started out uh, part time uh, working at the Animal Kingdom, then I applied for full time and I got it. And once that happened, you know my schedule was more regular. I was getting set hours, um, and the. The day-to-day, you, you kind of get into this rhythm. You kind of go into this uh, this cast member world slash zone um, where, you know, you're, uh, you're surrounded by that all the time. Those are the people that you're hanging out with. Um, it's, you, you, you live and breathe it. And um, it, became, it became very uh, consuming for me, actually, the, the day-to-day of it because I loved it so much. Um, you know, you you come up with a lot of routines and you get better at your job and it becomes very comfortable if, you, if you're really into it. Mm-hmm. And, um, hold on, just... Uh, you know, we had uh, another part of the day-to-day for it is the people that you interact with. Um, and, and you have, you know, your management team, you have your coordinators, which I think, Corey, you were a coordinator. Yeah, I was a coordinator at Blizzard. Yeah. Well, what's the what's the the structure of that? I mean, <laughs> yeah. So what you have is uh, you have front level cast members. Now this is based on attractions. I'm going right. based off of attractions because that's what I did. Um, I, I think it changes a little bit here and there. But you have your your front front line cast members. You have coordinators, which are kind of ab- above front line, and they're in charge of making sure everybody's on schedule. Everyone's getting their breaks doing that kind of stuff. And then above them is the management team uh, for a particular attraction or area. And they are uh, in charge of different roles. Like, so you have a scheduling manager, you have a, um, a cast liaison manager and that kind of stuff. Um, so it's, it's really structured at Disney. And it really depends. Like you said, it really depends what, what, on the area you're in. Mm-hmm. What's a cast liaison? I'm not familiar with that role. Uh, so, you have a management team in any given area and they all have different roles. One of them is kind of the, the cast liaison. So they, they, uh, I'm sorry, the camera's not on me. Um, (laughs) they have, uh, you know, they, they talk to the cast members about, uh, any of the issues they might be having. Um, and that gets brought back to the management team. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's a whole bunch of different, uh, kind of managers that focus on different things, but that's kind of the structure, and, and it, it is a really structured environment, and um, it's very, in a way, it's kind of corporate, you know, even on the front line level. Did you uh, did you guys find that you know Disney as an entity to work for uh, was organized and well run, or did was it constantly like God? They don't know what they're doing. Oh, I, I, I never really, felt that. No, no, they know what they're doing. Uh, in my case, with managers, though, in Future World. East, I think, East, was what yeah. we were considered. Um, we had, like, 20 different managers, so I got to know, like, two of them on an actual personal level. Um, and that I, I always thought that it was going to be a little more, like, happy and everyone knows everyone and 
just a very Cheers-like environment, and that's not what it was like for me. Uh, the coordinators we got to know really well. Uh, that's because you, you know, I, like from the lifeguards, they reported to the coordinators, yeah. and the coordinators kind of went to the mm-hmm. managers. So, you know, from a lifeguard standpoint, we always went to the coordinators with any issues we had. Yeah. And just even being a coordinator, just dealing with the issues <laughs> at hand were it, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that. Like lifeguarding, the coordinators were the first ones to run to the scene if somebody jumped in or somebody was drowning. We would have to go and actually take over the lifeguards' responsibilities and act, if like if CPR was needed, we would have to, you know, start doing that ourselves. Yeah. Running up the mountain mm. <laughs> for situations. It was good. How d- how did you find management treated you? Uh, did you feel you were treated with respect, or were you kind of just looked at as you know uh, cannon fodder uh, between them and the guests? I think uh, it. I'm sorry, Sean. Go ahead. Oh no, no. I was just going to say absolutely respect. So the Emporium is all of Main Street West. So that there's at least 16 managers um, working there, um, and there's at least like four or five at any given time um, leaders, and so. Um, if we like, of course, said you would go to uh, coordinators with issues. We would actually probably talk to the leaders more often, just because coordinators, at least in merchandise roles, were doing more specific things like money, um, uh, mm. doing rotations, so they were busy kind of s- scheduling who was at what register and things like that. So the leaders would walk around the store, so they were always accessible. They would always help us if we had any problems. We we would have one on ones. We'd have uh, regularly regularly structured meetings where we'd all go upstairs, sit in a meeting room, kind of talk about how things are going, things like mm. that. But it was always a good experience with leadership, I think. And that is one of the things they do, at least in attractions, is you have a morning meeting and you have a you have an end-of-day meeting um, with the management team, with the coordinators, with everybody. And so you kind of get on the same page with everyone. Um, it, from my experience, I think the the management was never disrespectful, but I think on a you know person-to-person basis, some were better than others um, at as far well, as true ha- anyway, having yeah. your concerns in mind, you know, I think. Well, now, as, as Disney fans getting to go work at Disney World, you know, what were some of the experiences and things that only cast members get to see that really kind of got you, got you rocking and rolling? For me, it's all about the backstage areas. Um, there's when, when I go into the parks now, because I worked at Studios, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom, and I've been backstage at Magic Kingdom a numerous amounts of times. Um, when I look at the parks now, I don't look at them the same way that I did when I was a guest before I was ever a cast member. Now I look at that door and that goes down to the tunnels. Or I, I, I look at that gate and I know that if I walk through that gate, I can go back there and I'll end up you know, on Main Street or you know, mm-hmm. uh, the Oasis quicker than if I was to walk through the park. You know, I have this vision in my head. And uh, I, like we were talking about the parade in the earlier show, um, you know, I understand how the uh, the workings of Animal Kingdom and, and the backstage areas uh, all line up, and that's how I look at the park now. And it doesn't it doesn't take away from my guest experience. I think it adds to it. Uh, um, that was one of the questions I was going to ask. That going to work for you know being a Disney fan and going to work for Disney does it does it change you know positively or negatively? Does it change your experience going there just as a fan as, as a guest? I for, think. Go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, Katie will probably yell at me again for Let's this. Let's talk about a room but, again. Um, <laughs> but, like, when I go to the parks, I go because obviously I'm a Disney fan and I'm looking at different things and I'm, you know, looking for details. Katie, when she goes to the park, looks at it like, oh, you know, that's a bad show. It's, um, 
you know, this needs to be done. Oh, they need more staffing here. So Katie doesn't usually allow herself to relax in the park. <laughs> I can relate to that, though. I can relate to that. You know, for me, you know, it was a little different in that, you know, always coming here as a Disney fan and then starting a business that revolved around Disney vacations. Right. Um, it did change that experience for me. I have to be honest. It really did change because I started looking at it through a critical eye that right. I never looked at it with, uh, you know, prior to that, you know, because, you know, it was always thinking about either our clients with Dreams Unlimited Travel or, you know, people coming through the site and what kind of content and what things we would notice and want to comment on, especially when we started doing this show. Um, I think that probably went into overdrive for me in terms of looking at things and, you know, what didn't, what didn't I like, what did I like? And, um, it did change the experience uh, for me. Ha- Corey, for you at all? Absolutely not. Well, I think, you know, <clears throat> lifeguarding at a, at a water park is a lot different from working at the other four theme parks because, you know, our backstage, it's nothing glamorous. It's just a bunch of pressure washers, bleach, and suntan lotion. Okay. So there's nothing really cool happening back there. And also, on a day-to-day... <laughs> I hope they're kept separate. <laughs> What's that? Kept <laughs> right? Oops. The bleach and the, the pressure washers. Cast members bleach and pressure washers. Mm, sounds like a party. You know, we also didn't get to experience, like, nightly fireworks or parades on a day-to-day level. And our interaction with the guest, it was... It was wonderful, and we tried to be as nice as possible. They, but being a lifeguard, there's a lot of correcting going on. Yeah. Stop running. Don't do this. Please, um, you know, go this way, this way. It rains. You have to get everybody under the shelters. So there's a lot of, you know, things that you have to interact with the guests, but in a more, you know, you I, have to correct them. I can relate to you on that because working some of the thrill rides, and I think Craig will agree, there's a lot of correcting going on there, too. And some of the positions, check the seat belts, check the lap belts, uh, the lap bars checking heights you have to be very disciplinary in a way but there are other we had the opportunity to have other roles which was standing outside and greeting people mm-hmm. um, working the fast pass machines where you can have conversations with people so those are the kind of roles that I really enjoyed the ones where I could just take a minute I didn't have all this other stuff going on around me and I could talk to I could talk to the guests and uh, you know have an interaction a Disney interaction with them. I also didn't see Mickey or Minnie or yeah. Go- any, any of the, the characters there. We had Ice Skater. So, you know. Is that his official name? Yeah, Ice Skater. I didn't know. Yeah, that's the mascot. Ice Skater. Uh, that's how popular he is. Nobody knows <laughs> exactly. probably, right? I know what he looks like. Yeah. I don't know his name. You know, one of the uh, other aspects, uh, and this is something I certainly saw as the partner of uh, a Disney cast member, was the benefits that you get mm-hmm. when you work for Disney. So, um, you know, there's an argument to be made for sure that frontline cast members should be paid more money. Uh, but I think it's also important to factor in to their comp- to compensation um, issues like the fact that you know, as as the partner of a as of, as the partner of a manager, I got a silver pass, which got me and three other people into the parks pretty much whenever I wanted. Plus, I would get 35% off merchandise. So for me, coming down to Disney, just starting the business really just starting the site and John goes to work for Disney and I get the magic badge <laughs> and the, the, I was out of my mind I was out of my mind plus I got his I, I was on their health insurance plan which was ridiculously good I mean it was one of those insurance plans where pretty much whatever you needed done you just got done and there was no, no there were no questions asked and the cool thing about uh, Disney as well is uh, talking about the insurance I mean we could talk about a lot of the different perks but you're talking about insurance um, they have their own kind of uh, 
what are those healthcare centers like the 24 hour Centric care yeah like yeah. Centric care they have their own version of that mm. uh, back behind Epcot um, so if you just need to go to the doctor real quick I and, had to go there once yeah bleach in my eye <laughs> well, well you were pressure washing yeah. you were bleach I, I thought it was sunscreen the cast members at Pleasant Beach were being plush, pressure washed with bleach so that would happen every so often they'd you know they have their goggles on. So now this this magic pass that you're talking about the uh, um, that gets you you know and a couple friends into the park that 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 varies on if you're a manager or how many years you've been with the company. Um, so like when you're first starting out, especially at a frontline level, uh, I think you get uh, six events. You get six days of a pass in a year maybe it's seven like six sick days basically your personal days well, all combined or? well no I, I'm, I'm speaking uh, about the past that gets you and your friends into the park oh oh oh, oh, oh. for CPs yeah. I'm sorry well for who for CPs or part time for, or, or for part time or anyone uh, or anyone starting out um, you know you get so many allotment of days that you can bring three people in and then as you get to you add years onto your career or you get bumped up in position then you get the uh the past you're talking about where you can pretty much bring them in whenever you want. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was nice. Um, also, um, there's uh, access to the partners federal credit union. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you get to, do you get to stay part of partners? Oh, I've, I've been a member of partners since 97 and I'm still a member. Oh, that's of right. Partners. Cause you got your car loan. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm still a member of partners. I know Corey is, I've got the only thing I use it for now is my car loan. I got an incredible rate on that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I use it every month. And and it also gives me it gives me a little bit of a reason to go to the backstage areas. Now my you know? my favorite perk of being uh, with somebody who was in a relationship with somebody who's a Disney manager um, or any cast member for that matter was access to property control, oh, which yeah. is out behind the magic. Is it still out behind the magic yeah. kingdom? Yeah. And this is where like you know merchandise and stuff that they just needed to get rid of. They would mark this stuff down to like pennies on the dollar. There's two parts. There's right. um, property control, which I believe is technically the lost items, and lost stuff. and damaged items. Yeah. yeah. So technically, to go in there, you have to be a cast member. No, when, uh, when I was back in the day. No, back in the day, sure. it was stuff. Yeah. It was merchandise that they needed to get well, rid of. No, the, we would go Christmas shopping, um, literally, and like buy stuff that was. Well, then there's a the second half called cast connection, which is. Um, what you're talking about discounted stuff old stuff, stuff snow like globes with no snow in them of like 2011 <laughs> you can get a marathon t-shirt stuff like that so there's two halves and anyone can go in there now they even have groceries with like bananas and cheese and when milk. we first yeah. moved here they had a big it was always a big tent outside yeah. and they just had like big tables and you're there like wow this is like really great but then they took it away since i can't i'm not katie's dependent i can't go there my favorite so. thi- oh, i'm sorry kathy my favorite thing at um property control uh, in the portion that Sean's talking about because there are those two sides the one you're talking about and then the the damaged or unused items my favorite is the bin that they have full of Mickey ears with, with, mis- with misspelled yes. names yeah. it's the best thing in the world <laughs> some of the funniest things I've ever seen in there like Shaun yeah. 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 and they were like 10 cents a piece yeah. so I used to get joke names like, or make combinations one time I found a Jet and a Jackson so I got Jet Jackson <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> what are some of the other perks that you guys really liked about being Disney cast members? Living here in Orlando. That was that's what got me here, for sure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I 
you know, I, I enjoy, I enjoy living in Orlando now. And that is, uh, you know, a, a perk of being a cast member is being able to go to the theme parks, you know, your, your personal, uh, badge gets you into the theme parks whenever you want. There's no blockout dates if, if you're just going by yourself. Right. And, um, I mean, that's really one of the main reasons I had to do it is, you know, beyond getting an annual pass, you know, I wanted a reason to move down here and be in those parks all the time, whether I was working or, I mean, because when I was working there uh, at, at the studios every single day, I would finish my shift and I would take that walkway by the boardwalk over to Epcot and I just hang out in Epcot until it closed. I didn't have a social life on my, on my college program. It's very sad. <laughs> it is. I can remember Katie talking about they used to do rides with the lights on. Yeah. And I would have been fascinated by that. Like mm. when you go through Haunted Mansion, because we all know how they theme things that if you're going to see it, they theme it. But if it's dark, they don't. It would be so cool to see some of those rides with the lights on. I don't yeah. know if they still do that. No, I'm not, Kathy. Be- I'm not sure if they do. Sometimes they'll do organized events like Thursday night for cast members. We're going to do Space Mountain with the lights on. Yeah, well, and it's like a special like thing. Yeah. But uh, for for me, when I worked at Expedition Everest, part of our daily routine was we had to ride the ride to make sure all the guests yeah. were off and there was nothing. And they they turned those lights on. It's the freakiest thing is to ride Expedition. Everest with the lights on it is bizarre. We had to test the slides every morning at Blizzard. Yeah, that was, that's, why, really? that's, that's one way to wake up. Go down Summit <laughs> Plummet at eight o'clock in the morning. So did you, did you do that every morning? Well, it, we would have different uh, lifeguards do it. Like, who wants to test rides? If, if it was cold out, nobody <laughs> raised their hands. Now, see, that's what my son does now. He's a quality auditor, something or other. So. Every month they have certain rides that they have to audit to make sure that they're following the operating guide and that everything works. So he gets to walk all the attractions and see everything. So I'll get a a text message in the morning like, have you ever ridden in the cab of the train going around Magic Kingdom at 5 o'clock in the morning? Because we have this competition of he works for Disney, what has he done? And I talk about Disney and what have I done? So we're always trying to one-up each other. But he gets to go on all the attractions. That would be cool. Pete, you were talking about uh, what other what other perks do we have? Well, going along the same lines as uh, Partners Credit Union, the insurance you're talking about, there's also access to the company store. Company D, yeah. Company mm-hmm. D, which uh, that's where you're going to get all your cast member exclusive pins, vinylmations. And oddly Yankee candles. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Yes. That's odd. There are a lot of Yankee candles that are in the Company D stores, but you know, also so that would be cool if Yankee was making a can candles like specifically with Disney scents. Yes, ooh, that'd be neat. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes. There's an idea for you, Disney. <laughs> Yankee candles with Disney scents, so like the the orange the oranges from uh, uh, Soren. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, I have that one uh, Yankee candle, the the cabin cabin in the woods. What is it called? I can't cabin, remember. Cabin. Um, but it smells exactly like the forest scene in uh, Soren, but. All also in Camp- Company D, they have uh, you'll see um, different cast member exclusive, you know, bags, notebooks, stuff that says you know Disney cast member on it, and so that, that's that's there was also some uh, there was there, you know I know when John was there anyway there were uh, unique uh, you know one of a kind type uh, artist oh, yeah. prints that were you know numbered and signed and you know that were exclusive to cast members. I had one from when Fantasmic opened. And it's actually hanging right up there, um, which you can't see. Yeah. But and I'm not getting down because I need a ladder. But uh, that was that was a cast exclusive. Um, wow! And that was done by Don Don Ducky Williams. Okay. Um, and that's 
hand signed and hand numbered by him. So that's one of my favorite pieces. But that came from Company D. So um, for people who want to may want to get started in a career at Disney, what would you recommend? I know for me, do not be afraid to start out low. If it's whether it's college program or part time, if they're trying to you know hire for the summer like I did. If you are dedicated, if you work hard, if you have that Disney gene in you, you you're probably going to stay on. You're probably going to get full time at some point. You're going to have to put the work in, mm-hmm. but do not do not be afraid to start low because most everybody's going to have to do it, and uh, you can work your way up. You know, as somebody who employs people, I can tell you that when somebody is working hard and is there when you need them and you can rely on them and they're giving it everything they have, that's the person you want working for you. That's the person you want to give projects to. Um, and I know it's the same at, at Disney. If you're coming in, clocking in, clocking out, and that's all you do, um, you're probably not going to have a career at Disney. You well, might have a job at Disney, but you're not going to have a career there. And, and you definitely see that, that those type of cast members during the college program. Everybody comes in. They're all very happy. And then, you know, a month might go by. And like, where'd so-and-so go? They went home. They, it just wasn't for them. Yeah. So, you know, you, it's not for everybody. And you really see, see right away who will just leave and go. Um, also, you know, coming here, being retired. I have my friend, his parents, they, they're retired. They move to Orlando. They work at Disney just to get their passes. And, you know, he hands food to her and she hands food to the guest. And they work yeah. together. And that's, that's fun. I mean, I, just doing that a few days a week. I'm glad you brought that up because I think beyond the college program, I think a huge portion of the frontline workforce in Disney World the college program is one of those huge chunks. The other huge chunk is retirees that have moved down to Florida. And if you plan on if you plan on working at Disney World, you will be interacting with those folks, you know, and, and they're wonderful people, most of them. See, and I think it's probably easier for college kids coming in through the college program or retirees that do that as opposed to, you know, where John was in his career. He had something to lose. You know, exactly that, you know, mm-hmm. where you're trying to make that lateral transition from wherever you are into Disney. You know, those are the stories that I hear of people that have been trying for years to get in and can't. Or, you know, what Disney has available is not going not gonna to fit for them or their families. Um, but probably the best way, really, to get a career at Disney is through the college program right now. I would now. agree. Uh, so many of the people that I work with, uh, uh, you know, on the Dreams Unlimited travel side um, that we interface with at Walt Disney Travel and other areas of the company uh, started out in the in the, uh, in the college program and worked their way up over the years. Internally, I mean, it, it looks it looks great on a resume, and that's like their big seller. They always say mm-hmm. having Disney on your resume looks great. But internally, in the Disney company, if they're looking at a candidate for some promotion or something, and they see somebody did the college program and somebody didn't do the college program, there, there's dedication in the college program. There's there's company pride in the in mm-hmm. the college program, and they see that and they recognize it. Yeah. You know, did you stick it out? How many did you do? Did you get fired? Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's probably a big right. I know I've said that to Katie when she was doing the college program when she started. Disney always is going to look good on a resume. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? So look at it from that perspective. Now, I don't picture Katie ever going anywhere else, but it's always good to have Disney on your resume one way or the other. And if it's something, speaking to somebody who had a bucket list of things that she wanted to accomplish, if that's something that you want to do, go for it. 
you know if it was meant to happen it's going to happen for you and who wants to be you know older and regret the fact that you didn't go to the college program or you didn't go work at disney if it's supposed to work for you it'll work and you know i i think that uh i just lost my train of thought (laughs) i just lost my train of thought well i was just gonna throw a reference out there up until march 8th there's currently an online job fair for walt Mm -hmm. disney okay that's what i was gonna ask about the job fair thanks walt disney world dot jobs is the url walt disney world dot jobs yep so there's uh several positions all kinds of different things housekeeping uh, i think some food Food and Bus beverage drivers, service. A little yep. bit of everything. Transportation. So at least it's a resource to check out and kind of get a feel yeah. for what it's like and some um, openings. Because so I know, you know, for and we hear it so many times when we talk to listeners or people on the site, people that visit the site, that, you know, their dream is to move down here and, and go to work for Disney. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's possible to do. It's possible to do. But, you know, a lot of times, especially like if you're in the middle of your career, uh, it takes a lot of time and dedication um, and persistence to make that that lateral that lateral move, or that you know, even better, that move up. Uh, and, and to somebody who is thinking about moving down here and working at Disney, kind of along the same lines as what Sean was talking about earlier, if you have it in your mind that you just have to work at the Jungle Cruise or you just have to work at Haunted Mansion, chances are you probably won't get exactly what it is you know you have in mind, but. And that's what happened to me. I worked at the Wildlife Express trains to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Who cares about that? I fell in love with it. Mm. You you make it you know you make it good if if that's what you want to do, and uh, you can have a lot of fun and a lot of great guest interaction. That's 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 the number one perk for me is the guest interaction and, and creating, you know, that kind of that Disney experience. Well, I think that it's uh, a good way to sum it up. Um, so thanks everybody for talking about your experiences as cast members or the parents of cast members. That'll do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everybody. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Lakes.